Hey friends, so today on the podcast, I wanted to share something a little bit different about energy tools. So I recently did a really in-depth post about how to know which energy tool is right for you. And I got like a ton of feedback on this. And what I wanted to do is kind of go a little bit deeper into it. And most of all, explore this on the podcast because it's it's actually at this time, at this point in history, many people are experiencing a spiritual awakening or kundalini awakening, and it's happening at a global scale. And the next question that people probably are having is, how do I know what is the right path for me? How do I know what is the right energy healing tool for me? How do I know what is the right thing to do? What do I need? So I wanted to go a little bit more in depth into what I've been seeing as current trends lately and things that are really surfacing. And most of all, what what things have personally worked for me. And I also wanted to go a little bit more in depth into the different types of energy healing tools. Because what you'll find is that a lot of people who have a spiritual awakening or they're going through a kundalini awakening, what they're severely lacking is they have forgotten they have a spiritual toolbox. And there's all sorts of different energy healing tools, different methods, different um, processes, different practices, different spiritual practices even. And what you'll find is it kind of it makes you really overwhelmed on what to do or you get caught up in absorption mode where you're taking on too many ideas and then you end up doing nothing. So I wanted to kind of break it down so that you can figure out which tool is right for you. So let's get started. Energy is who you are. Energy is how we change our life. We have to realize that understanding energy is how we can fundamentally change ourselves from the inside out and understand that one shift, one perspective, one one decision away, one decision away, literally one decision away from a different life, from a different truth, from a different way of living. This is for the soul-led leaders, the awakened ones, the revolutionaries, the visionaries, the change makers, the light workers, the empaths, the true awakened ones. This is our story. Are you ready? Welcome to Awaken and Manifest Your Best Life with Ashley from theawakenedstate.net. It's time to wake up to who you truly are. Welcome to the podcast. It's time for the activation. It's time activation. for the activation. And remember, the universe is inside of you and you hold the power to design your life. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, Ashley here. So there is a lot of trends going on with the energy healing world lately. And I think it's interesting because if you were to ask me like 10 years ago, like in around 2012, where everyone was going crazy about the Mayan apocalypse, like these things were not that common. It was kind of rare to find a crystal store. It was kind of a little bit more like we didn't see crystals at Target, you know? <laughs> you can find like all sorts of things on law of attraction and healing. And like just the other day, like my cousin's wife um, at our last like holiday party, she was just like, 
you know, I think I'm getting into manifesting. Like I've tried it and it's really like really powerful and I'm enjoying it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, what? what? (laughs) It's like, how am I always the go-to person? So it's hilarious how it's more so it's a trend that we're seeing a lot right now. And I think it's fascinating because I've discussed this with other spiritual people and and they they're saying the same things. It's fascinating how this wasn't really so common. It wasn't trending to be looking about um, crystal healing or energy healing or uh, chakras or all of the manifestation, these different tools that are just presenting themselves in different ways where like before TikTok, before all of these things, it wasn't as common. Like you felt a little bit more like a weirdo in some ways because it just wasn't very common. But now there's so much out there that is like out there to help support you. And I just honestly, I'm in awe about all of it. And so what I wanted to do today is kind of break it down so that If you're new to all of energy healing tools, maybe you just need kind of like a little bit of a roadmap to just understand what this tool does and how it would benefit you. So I thought we'd kind of break down a few of the most common trends that I'm seeing right now, and then we'll go into what they do and who they're for. Okay, so let's get started. So if you don't know this, I was certified in Reiki, and I was... I learned a lot about Reiki in 2012, but for the most part, I really am versed more in chakra practices and manifestation tools and mindset tools. And so this is where a core piece of how my own foundation is built is I've learned a lot about the chakras. (laughs) I even learned about the chakras from a Reiki master teacher and It's funny because looking back, you know, I find so much power in learning different energy tools, but I think it's fascinating how we can often get stuck in this kind of dogmatic perception of like, this is what works, this is what doesn't work, and this is what we should only be focused on. And you kind of have like a lot of polarity going on. So I'd like to offer you a completely different perspective. And that is there is often different energy tools for different energy and conscious awareness needs. So there's different tools out there for different needs. And I think that is one of the most important things to understand, especially when you start to explore energy work. So let's go over just a few of them. Okay. So the first one I'd like to bring your attention to is human design. So this is something that has really revolutionized the entire spiritual community. It has really grown in popularity over the last I mean, at least the last five, I would say five years, it's really kind of blown up in the personal development space, the spiritual business environment, spiritual entrepreneurs. You're seeing a lot of, there's a lot of people who are using human design in relationship to their business. I personally don't, but I do find it to be a useful tool. And so people are redesigning their entire careers, their businesses, they're changing their productivity, they're often dropping relationships or even career relationships. They're reinventing themselves because they downloaded a beautiful personality test 
that connects to their birth chart. Now, human design is a tool that works with the chakras, the I Ching, astrology, and a few other different modalities where they combined them together to create something called uh, a, basically a chart of understanding your personal human design. Now, human design is a great tool to understand yourself, your personality, and your body's natural rhythms. It can also be a deconditioning tool, but in my research, I found this is where it gets a little bit complicated, and often it can feel like you're playing like a neuro puzzle where you have to look up gene keys, deciphering gates, what a gate means, you have to translate different body types of authority, and it can get really, really complicated unless you are really versed in it. And so I really recommend that when you're exploring human design, that you should shop around, do your research, find a good teacher, find a good coach, and really look into, you know, more than just kind of Googling things on the internet. Because what I found with human design is it's important to get the basics, like know what type you are, you know, know what your authority is. And most of all, you know, look at in relationship to how you can benefit from it with your productivity, with your relationships. And now there are people out there who have changed like their entire business model because of human design. And, you know, there is nothing wrong with that. But what I found is for me, it's been a really good tool for body awareness and knowing your energy type and your productivity and workflows. And so what do I mean by that? Well, one of the best ways to use human design is to look up, well, first of all, know your birth chart, know your time and everything, and define uh, a human design chart online. And then to look up what your type is. Because what you'll find is that different human design types have defined sacrals or undefined sacrals in their their body map. And what occurs from this is, so my type is a manifester and I have the emotional authority. And so what's fascinating about this is manifestors have an undefined sacral chakra. So what occurs is they have periods where they have to rest and go through a rest cycle. So one of the hugest things that I've benefited from human design is knowing that I have a rest and a sprint cycle. There are times where I have to rest and I get my best ideas, my most intuitive hit like drops, knowledge bombs, usually come in my rest cycle. And then I also have sprints where I have these sprint cycles where I am propelled into creative action. And what I've noticed is, is when I don't follow the rest cycle, that's when I usually pay for it later. And so what you'll find is everybody's type is different. Now, my love, on the other hand, he's a generator and he has a totally different energy type than me. And so his productivity and workflow schedule is a lot different than how my productivity and workflow schedule is. And I think that's one of the hugest distinctions in general. So one of the best energy tools for human design is understanding how your personal energy operates and how you utilize habit creation with your particular energy type. And so one of the other things that I found that has been hugely useful with human design is it also helps you with managing your menstrual cycle and understanding 
If you're a defined sacral or an undefined sacral, it helps your physical and mental health. And so one of the hugest benefits of human design, in my opinion, is it teaches you a lot about your personality and how your energy operates. So for me, what I consider human design to be is a perfect tool for energy management. It's a great tool to further advance your energy management journey. Okay, so let's move on. EFT. Now, EFT is known as emotional freedom technique. Now, this I consider to be a clearing tool. It's great for emotional triggers or anyone who suffered from trauma, depression, anxiety, or just has really hard negative emotions. It's used as a clearing tool because it focuses on certain energy meridians in the body. This is normally more common with Chinese medicine and more of like acupuncture and stuff like that, where you're focusing more on energy meridians in the body. If you've ever heard of Donna Eden, she talks about energy medicine, very, very similar in terms of what you're understanding and how, what you're working with in terms of energy meridians in the body. So personally, I don't use EFT that often because I find it really only good for releasing work. And over time, I've done a lot of healing work. I've done a lot of coaching work. I've done a lot of self-coaching and I've done a lot of you know masterminds and all sorts of things. And personally, I don't really use it because I don't really need it. Because what I find is EFT is great for releasing. It's good for someone who really suffers from some really deep-seated emotional triggers, but it's not necessarily as good for repatterning work. I find there are better tools out there for repatterning, and that's why I utilize the chakra system. So if EFT works for you, that is amazing. Keep doing it. Let it be a tool that serves you, but just know that it's not always for everyone, and there are different tools out there. So what I find for EFT is a really good tool that works on the mind-body level for clearing work and releasing triggers or limited beliefs from the body. Now, the next one is breathwork. Breathwork, I consider a tool of self-regulation. And I think one of the most hidden modalities when it comes to breathwork is that realizing that there is so many different types of breathwork out there. We can go to the extreme breathwork, and then we can also go to the more like common, like the yogi breathwork, which is more about pranayama or kundalini yoga, for example. Now, there is so many different tools when it comes to utilizing breath work. And I invite you to explore them if this is something you're deeply interested in, because there's so much out there that I imagine that it's going to, it can overwhelm you if you're not familiar with even just the basics of getting started with breath work. So I consider breath work a great tool for body regulation and self-regulation of one's nervous system. So it really helps a lot with your health. It helps a lot with your physical health. It helps with regulating blood flow and oxygen to one's brain. It helps you get out of the fight, flight, freeze response. And there are numerous forms of breath work ranging from yogi breath work such as pranayama or breath of fire with kundalini yoga. Then there are the newer practices that are a little bit, I wouldn't say they're more common, but you're starting to see them appear and show up a lot more where they're focusing more on extended breath work for trauma release or deep-seated past wounds, even past life wounds I've seen, where they're focusing more on like where you do breath work sessions that are like 45 minutes to an hour Personally, I think this practice is a little bit extreme and not always necessary 
if you don't need it. And so there are different forms of breath work for everyone. Now, because like I said, I've done a lot of self-healing work in particular with the chakras and manifestation, I don't always find it to be incredibly useful for what I need it for. But what I love breathwork for is for self-regulation and relaxation. And I find it to be an excellent tool for recalibrating your energy field and your nervous system. So literally breathwork is a great tool to utilize in your manifestation, not your manifestation practice, your meditation practice or your visualization practice. Also, breathwork is a great tool to utilize with yoga or other more somatic practices. So it's a really good energy tool if you're looking for more self-regulation, more relaxation, or recalibrating your energy field. And then if you're doing those extended breathwork workshops, it's also a good tool for releasing stored trauma in the body. But breathwork I find to be an incredible tool, self-regulation. <laughs> and relaxation because a lot of it just focuses on kind of like recalibrating your entire energy field. So it really helps you a lot with just kind of being more present in the body. Now, Reiki is a great tool for realignment. I personally really loved Reiki and I found it to be very useful in my healing journey. And if you're not familiar with Reiki, it usually works on hands-on healing or long-distance healing. And it's a tool where you can learn how to work with different energy systems in the body. Now, what I've personally found, you know, Reiki has been one of the earliest tools that we've seen out there since before the age of Aquarius really started. And it's really one of those healing tools that is good for if you want a healing session on your entire energy body. Now, some people, when it comes to looking into energy work, this is a great place to start because it really just kind of helps give you what I like to call, it's a tune-up, just like a car. You get an energy tune-up. And that realignment of the healing session really helps kind of just recalibrate, realign you, and kind of gives you exactly what you need. Now, what I do find is that at the same time, Reiki is great. It doesn't really affect um, more of your energy systems in the body. And I find actually the chakras to be a better tool for this. And I've actually even done an episode all about my thoughts on Reiki and why I personally choose the chakras over Reiki now, whereas before I used to do Reiki. But personally, over the years, what I find is that Reiki is an amazing tool for healing your entire energy body. So the perfect way to summarize what this tool really benefits and what it helps you with is it's great for realignment. It's a beautiful tool if you're maybe sick or you're just feeling off or you're in a funky place. It's a great tool to recalibrate your entire energy body and it's very effective with a meditation practice or utilizing crystals or external tools. So Reiki has been around for a very long time. And so it's a great tool if you're looking for more of realignment or even just a healing session that works on the entire energy body. The next one is crystal healing. What you'll find with the crystals is 
a lot of, it, it kind of gets like mixed reviews. So crystals are kind of what I like to call the energy amplifier. Why are they an energy amplifier? Because they literally amplify what is already there. And so crystals kind of just guide us subconsciously to what we need to heal and shift and change. And I found this time and time and time again to always be the case that when I'm working with a particular crystal, what it often does is it guides me to the right thoughts, the right actions, and usually the right... uh, It could be even the right situation. It guides me to what I need to heal. And so crystals are a beautiful tool to use in your healing session or practice to help with clients who need something particular that amplifies what was already there. So it's great for working with the chakras. It's great for meditation or Reiki practices. But what you'll find is crystals work as energy amplifiers that help us intuitively heal and guide us to what we need to heal subconsciously. So they kind of act as a subconscious guide towards directing us to what directly needs healing. So observing your thoughts and your emotions while holding a particular crystal or asking yourself questions while either meditating with the crystals or being around the crystals or creating a crystal altar will help you with the process. I personally love crystals and find them to be, like I said, an energetic amplifier, a tool that I can personally use to amp up what is already there. So it's great for rituals, it's great for altars, and it's great for Reiki sessions. And most of all, it's great for raising consciousness because it really helps amplify your energy field. Now, on the other hand, I do believe that crystals are a great external tool. So if you're only doing external tools, I highly recommend that you work with a crystal certified healer for maximum results or also use crystals in relationship to an internal practice because what you'll find is that the crystals, while they are incredibly effective as an amplifier, used just alone, they're not as effective as they could be in relationship to, say, um, changing beliefs or... Um, healing deep emotional wounds in the body. And you'll find that it's kind of a tool. It's it's literally a tool and it's an amplifier to what is already there. So as an external tool, it's a great way to enhance your practice. But what I find this particular benefit of having using crystals is it's great for altar work, ritual work, It's great for sessions. It's great for amplifying your energy field and assisting in your journey and in your healing journey. But it's not the be-all, end-all of what I would constitute as the way to truly do the deep-seated work. So when it comes to crystal healing, I find that this energy tool is really just about amplifying. Amplify, amplify, amplify. (laughs) Okay, and then finally, I want to talk about the chakra system. So the chakra system, if you've been around, has been my personal bread and butter for over the last 12 years. I learned about the chakras in 2011, and it basically created what I have experienced as a kundalini awakening. And the chakra system helped me really understand and put a name and a face 
to everything that was happening to me. And I think they are such an incredible tool for really understanding how your energy body works. And so what I really learned is if you have a spiritual awakening or a kundalini awakening, the chakra system gives you a map to personally understand how your energy behaves, operates, and works. And for me personally, this gave me so much clarity and confidence and gave me that awareness that I was looking for on my spiritual awakening journey. So let me tell you a little bit about the chakras. The chakras I call they are known as your energy system. Now, the chakras have been an ancient practice that has been part of Eastern medicine since the Upanishads, now better known as the Vedas. It is not a new age concept of Western design like most people believe today. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times, (coughs) people believe that the chakra system is just a new age concept. And what they'll find is this perception is really skewed with how we see the chakras today in bookstores and, you know, little shops. And what we don't realize is that it's actually been an ancient practice that has been part of our history for years, generations. Like, we're talking really, really, really old. And the the hugest association with understanding the chakra system is that it has been around in mythology, in medicine for a very, very long time. So it's not just something that somebody made up one day. It's been part of Eastern medicine practices for a very long time. The chakra system focuses on your mental, emotional, and behavioral system in the body connecting to your endocrine system. And your endocrine system is your hormonal system that connects to your nervous system. Now, personally, I like to say that the chakras are an energetic psychological map to understanding your entire energy network. And so they connect the mind to the body and they merge both your limited beliefs your belief systems, how you are operating with your emotions. So it connects to your emotions and how you heal those emotions. And it also connects to your patterns that are looping in your nervous system. So this is what can help you reestablish repatterning techniques that promote sustainable healing in the body. Now, the chakras are something that I personally come back to over and over and over and over again, and I honestly swear by them because of what they have personally taught me in relationship to emotional healing, manifestation, and repatterning. Because what it does is it helps you learn that you can release many of those trapped emotions and trapped symptoms that are occurring either due to spiritual awakening or trauma or just having illnesses show up in the body. And what you'll find is that the chakras help you learn to manifest as a byproduct of doing that internal work. So the chakra system connects to different, literal different areas in the body. So for example, the root chakra connects to the adrenal glands and the the um, the heart chakra connects to the thymus. And what you'll find is that each of these different systems are connected to different areas of the body. And so what I like about the chakras is it kind of gives you more of an energetic map 
of your systems that are running on your body. So for example, it connects to your mental symptoms. So for example, your thoughts, your mindset, your beliefs, your emo- your your the way that you literally create a pattern, it connects to your mindset. Now, on the other component, it connects to your emotional body. It connects to the emotions that are coming up due to a particular habit or a particular pattern that are showing up in your nervous system. At the same time, those emotions connect to the symptoms that you're experiencing due to spiritual awakening or due to kundalini, and those symptoms are showing up as trapped emotion in the body. Then at the other spectrum, we also have behavior. So the chakras literally illustrate beautifully how we are projecting out those ideas in our behavior, and our habits, and those also connect to our nervous system. So you can see how the chakra system doesn't just focus on one aspect of the energy body as a whole, and it doesn't just focus on like healing a particular thing. It kind of has an all-encompassing like view of the mental, the emotional, the behavioral, the habits, the identity. And it shows you a beautiful illustrated system of how to understand your energy network that is running through the mind-body connection. So personally, what I have experienced with the chakras is it's produced so much emotional healing on my body. And it's also helped me release many, many symptoms, including those symptoms that have come up from spiritual awakening and kundalini awakening. And it's helped me even rewire beliefs for manifestation because I've learned a lot how the beliefs are connected to particular chakras in the body. And this is what I teach very heavily in the Ultimate Chakra Academy is that you have certain beliefs and certain emotions that are connected to each particular chakra. And you can start to rewire those beliefs to help you manifest more successfully in your life. So personally, the chakras are a great energy tool for mind-body healing and for repatterning work. They are great for healing ascension symptoms in the body known as symptoms of awakening or kundalini awakening. They are really powerful for helping you release trapped emotion in the body, very similar to EFT. It also helps you promote more emotional health and empowerment, and it helps support your mental health because it's working on different layers of the body, such as the mental, the emotional, and the behavioral system and connecting that to your habits. So it promotes a lot of emotional health and mental health. And it helps you a lot with understanding that the undercurrent of all of these things help you manifest more successfully because the manifestation is a physical representation of that mental, emotional, and behavioral literal pattern that is coming up. So the manifestation is literally the byproduct of doing the deep level work. So what do I mean by that? Well, for example, one of the hugest things I went through is I worked on healing my heart chakra. And during the process of healing my heart chakra, what I began to notice is it was coming from a lot of trapped emotions of not loving myself. There was a lot of self-hatred and self 
destructive habits. And then there was also a lot of lack of forgiveness. And there was also a lot of rejecting myself. And so as I started to work on healing my heart chakra and developing more practices of self-love and compassion and kindness for myself, and I developed a concept of ahimsa, which is nonviolence to self and others. And this concept of looking at how to heal the heart chakra, it started to change the way that I was seeing relationships. And so the physical manifestation that started to occur is I started to bring back my ex-boyfriend and literally we began to get back together. We started having, you know, we started getting deeper and deeper into relationship. And because of this process of doing that emotional work in the heart chakra, I started to change the way I was responding in my relationship. And as a byproduct from that, it began developing a very beautiful, loving, unconditional relationship. Now, the same could go for if you work on the root chakra. For example, when you work on the root chakra, you often develop more safety and security in the body. And what this translates to as a physical byproduct is the root chakra is deeply associated with your physical environment, your home life, your financial security, and most of all, how you feel safe in your reality. So what does that translate to? It allows you to step out of the fight flight response and you start to manifest more from an energy of safety and support in your body. And that can translate to so many different things such as feeling more financially secure, having um, a safer home environment, feeling um, having a better job because now you feel safe in your body, you feel safe in your environment. So you start to attract Um, literally like a career that makes you feel more supported, more safe. It can also translate to different feelings of where you in your body have less sensations of feeling unsafe. And now you are associating more with the root chakra where you are feeling safe in your reality. Now, I think at this time, it's important to bring that up because a lot of people become externally influenced and then they do feel unsafe in their reality. And the root chakra is a beautiful way to heal this because it shows you how you can start to change the conversations you're saying and it allows you to manifest differently. So the chakras, in my opinion, are an incredible tool to work with. That's why I love to teach them in depth in the Ultimate Chakra Academy. It will be opening its doors very soon this Saturday. If you are interested in joining us, it will be an incredible time to learn the in-depth version of energy work, mind-body healing, healing ascension symptoms, releasing trapped emotions, and most of all, it helps you with manifestation. So maybe you don't even want to use it for healing. Maybe you want to use it as a tool to help with your practice, with your clients, or maybe you just want to use it as a tool for manifestation. That's the beauty of the chakra system is it goes beyond that surface level and into the depths of your energy system. So you can use it for your emotional health, your mental health healing emotions trapped in the body. At the same time, you can use it as an energy tool to help with your practice with your clients. You can use it as a tool to help with 
your crystal business. You could use it as a tool to help with your Reiki business. And it's also a tool that helps you with successfully learning to manifest because when you start to work on manifestation, what you'll find is that it kind of is like a byproduct of doing this deeper level work. So here's the thing. This barely even scratches the surface of what I could tell you in terms of understanding the chakra system. So I hope you deeply enjoyed all of the different energy tools and I'll have you know that there is definitely more out there that I could even go more in depth on, but I think this gives you a good beginner's journey and look into different energy tools that are out there, especially ones that I see trending right now. If you have any questions on the chakras or energy work, don't hesitate to reach out and reach our support email or contact me with the teal bubble on our website. So to close this out, I do have a free training for you called the Chakra Detox Masterclass. It's only available for a limited time right now, but you can get access to knowing my signature framework on how to detox your chakra system. It's an incredible way so that you can start to learn the framework behind the Ultimate Chakra Academy and give yourself a taste of what it's like to do energy work. There's a free workbook included if you're interested in that. And I would also like to say that when it comes to understanding energy tools, it's important to evaluate what is your plan. It's important to really not just throw yourself out there and instead look at it more like, what do I actually need? What am I trying to do? What am I trying to accomplish? And what does my soul truly need? And you'll find that your intuition will always guide you to the tools that are personally required for your own healing journey. And I always like to say, you know, while the chakras are incredibly my foundational tool, it doesn't mean that these other tools are wrong or that they're not as effective. And I think it's important to distinguish that what I found is they kind of all work together because you can use Reiki to enhance your chakra practice or you can use the chakras as a tool with human design. And, you know, human design is a huge component of chakra work and Well, it gets a little bit confusing because they associate it with more chakras than the normal seven. You can also utilize your human design practice with going into chakra work and learning that you can use the deconditioning process of human design with the chakras. In the same way, you can use EFT to complement your chakra practice. In the same way, that you could use the chakra practice to complement EFT. So you get what I'm saying. In relationship to understanding energy, there is a whole universe to explore. I hope this shed a ton of light for you on knowing which tool is right for you. If you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out and I'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, Ashley here. Thank you for joining me in another episode of the Awaken and Manifest Your Best Life podcast. This is going to be the space for manifesting tips, energy tips, spiritual awakening advice, and all things receiving that kick your ass soul injection back to your personal alignment. 
I do have a free gift for you if you're ready to be a VIP and receive exclusive access to our Awakened Library, packed full of guidebooks, audios, meditations, workbooks, quizzes, and tons of goodies for yours truly. You can get that all at library.theawakenedstate.net. Head to library.theawakenedstate.net. So enjoy that. And remember, you always are more than enough because the universe is inside of you and you hold the power to design your life.